I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing The Echoes Podcast. Today I've got a musician who is in the vanguard of fusion with the Mahavishnu Orchestra and went on to compose the influential score of TV's Miami Vice. Of course, I'm talking about Jan Hammer. He has a new album out called Seasons Part One. As he begins his 70s, we talk about music, past and future. Before we get to that, I want to let you know that in order to bring you the great interviews and features like this for free, we need your support. If you're listening to the Echoes podcast, you already know that you're listening to music outside the mainstream, music you don't find on commercial and even most public radio. For us to bring these discoveries to you, we need your support. So go to our website at echoes.org and make a donation. And if you want to sponsor the podcast or the radio show, go to echoes.org and click the support Echoes tab. And now let's hear from an icon of the synthesizer, Jan Hammer. I've been following Jan Hammer since he fired out of the gates with the Mahavishnu Orchestra, the iconoclastic fusion group, in 1971. After that, it was hard to get away from the keyboardist. He went on to a string of solo albums and collaborations with artists like Jeff Beck, John Abercrombie, Neil Schoen of Journey, and Al Demiola. Then in 1984, he began composing the score for TV's Miami Vice, one of the signature shows and themes of the 1980s. several Grammy Awards, got Emmy nominations that he probably should have won, and was featured on the covers of Keyboard Magazine and others. It was a long journey for the Czechoslovakian-born and raised keyboardist who started out as a jazz musician. But for most of this millennium, Hammer has been silent. He scored a documentary called Cocaine Cowboys, but that's really the only new music he's made. I've been living a life, wonderful life. I'm, I'm not complaining. I, my, I was along for my kids growing up. You know, life is more than just pursuing a career and trying to, you know, make it. Because I've, I've done so many things early in life. Speaking from his home in the lower Hudson Valley, the 70-year-old musician reveals another reason. For a while, my motivation sort of went down and it didn't, I didn't feel the push. Well, apparently, something pushed him because he's just released his first solo album of original new music in this millennium. It's called Seasons, Part 1, and you can tell from the first track what Hammer's musical point of reference is. It's called Miami Night. It's sort of like a flashback, and uh, there's all this spirit of that music still lives you know, in me, and uh, I'm not going to ever you know, stop doing something like that because it was there was a reason for it to be so successful and so satisfying for me because it was the closest thing to original thing that I did without you know working with anybody else or 
co-writing, but this was like completely original stuff. And I really like it. And to this day, I'm very proud of uh, all the music that I did for the show. Sounds like it could be a score for a Miami Vice scene, and in a way, it is. There's certain shiny sounds glistening, and uh, it sort of recalled the beautiful settings in the Miami Beach at night with the streets that were wet. They brought trucks with water to make it shine and reflect for the camera. It was just incredible idea, but it really worked for mood. John Hammer began playing synthesizer with the Mahavishnu Orchestra, and he's followed every step of the electronic evolution since then. His music is composed with computers and software synthesizers now, but the player in him still remains. Well, ultimately, this is where you know it gets sort of touchy with me because people say computer creates these things for you, or it just it's so easy. I'm playing everything. It's me actually playing. So if something happens and it's uh, it's good, that's me. My hands actually hitting a keyboard and playing it. It, it just happens to be recorded into a computer and then combined with other sounds. But uh, yeah, I'm, there's still a lot of hands-on music making. All the sounds on seasons come from keyboards and keyboard-triggered computers. So when you hear drums, which Hammer can play, they aren't drums. I'm hitting some things, <laughs> but there was there is not much acoustic drums. In other words, he's triggering drum samples from a keyboard or drum pad. Although Hammer came up as a pianist and has a couple of pianos in his studio, those aren't necessarily on the album either. As far as I'm concerned, if it's a piano to you, that's all I care about. I have a lovely Steinway, but it's it's a hell to, to keep it in tune, and by the time I'm ready to record, it's always a little bit off, so then I get it tuned and I don't have time to record. And then <laughs> you just go, and in the meantime, in, in the computer world and, and the sampling world, it's just so advanced now, where it's there, it's always precisely beautifully in tune, and, and I'm just living in that world now. I, I'm not going back. There was always a sense with Jan Hammer that he aspired to be a rock god, adapting his synthesizers to play with rock guitar timbres and distortion. It began while playing with guitarist John McLaughlin in the Mahavishnu Orchestra. It already started with Mahavishnu, but I obviously, for certain reasons, I couldn't go all the way out with that because John wouldn't be all that comfortable with that. When he started playing with artists like Jeff Beck, he went even further with an early guitar slung around his neck. It just progressed much more with Jeff and uh, also with the 
development of new instruments. Each generation of uh, instruments and samplers and synths, you know, digital and, and otherwise, enabled me to do something much more that sounded more perfect in that real urgent, urgent guitar-like sound. If you really listen, it's not a guitar. But uh, it has a, for me, what's important that it has the same urgency and fierceness. Classically, as well as jazz-trained, Jan Hammer taps that more conservatory side with a couple of orchestrally-inspired tracks. He actually composed for an orchestra when he was still in Czechoslovakia. Uh, when I was 19, <laughs> I wrote a score for a fairy tale in, in Prague. It's, it's a thing. It's, it's a legendary thing that, you know, that's on TV every Christmas. Anyway, I wrote the music and I also orchestrated everything out on a big score sheet. That film is on YouTube. Just brush up on your check if you watch it. On Seasons, Hama creates his own virtual orchestras. It's, uh, it's not exactly trying to replicate. It's starting to, uh, it sort of travels on a parallel track to orchestra, but it's not emulating that sound as much as it is evoking the same feel with a slightly, you know, different and uh, very modern, you know, new sound. But it's not definitely, I'm not trying to replicate an orchestra sound. No. John Hammer admits he's been artistically adrift over the last decade or so, but contemporary music got him writing again, although not with the inspiration you might expect. I was going through different stages where I sort of lost the idea of who, who should I make the music for, because I was really shocked by a lot of the stuff that's out there and being really popular and appreciated, and I just didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't understand. But then, you know, my inner desires overcame all those doubts and uh, I started, you know, putting things down to uh, paper or tape or whatever it is these days. Jan Hammer was a ground zero for fusion and the electronic keyboard explosion of the 70s and 80s. Now at the age of 70, he's looking back at his legacy. Seasons Part 1 isn't just about moving through the solstices and equinoxes. It covers more than just climate and weather. <laughs> you would have to imagine it, you know, and as I get on with age, you know, obviously I'm aware of uh, 
what seasons mean. children that Jan Hammer mentioned are out in the musical world. His son Paul heads up a dream pop band called Savoie Adore. There's a reboot of Miami Vice in the works, but no indication that Hammer will be invited back, and I'm not sure he'd want to score a weekly TV show again. After all, the title of his first album after leaving Miami Vice was Escape from Television. His new album is Seasons Part One. Jan Hammer's latest album is Seasons Part 1. There should be a link for it on the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. Next week on the Echoes podcast, we hear from Jorma Kalkinen, the guitarist with Jeff Snareplane and Hot Tuna. He has a new autobiography out called Ben So Long. We talk about the psychedelic era of blues, guitars, and addiction next week in the Echoes podcast. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, or online right now on Echoes. <laughs>